it's the best time of year. It's the time to figure out which of our prospects might win something. We're going to talk about prospects today on Locked On Los Angeles Kings. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Kings fans. You're listening to another episode of Locked on Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making today's show your first listen of the day or your first listen of, you know, this moment in time when you opened up YouTube or your podcast app or whatever and decided, hey, Let's listen to a podcast. My name is Sarah Avampato, host of this show, and as always, super excited to be here with you to talk all about the Los Angeles Kings and one of my favorite topics, which is prospects. You got to love the kids, got to look forward to the future. And for the most part, for the past couple of years for the Kings, looking forward to the prospects is kind of all we've had to look forward to. So, you know, it's cool that we have so much going on at the NHL and the AHL level, but there are still a lot of really promising players uh, in the juniors and in college and so forth that we should be keeping track of. And of course, as all seasons are starting to wind down, uh, some players, if you are paying attention to the rain, you've already seen some new faces showing up as their seasons end in Europe or college or wherever. Uh, and we may see a few more of those, who knows, as, as time goes by. So I figured, you know, with a little bit of time before the Kings go back into action uh, for their next game, that we'd spend a little bit of time looking at our prospects and catching up on them to see uh, exactly how they're doing, where they're at, uh, who is close to joining, or who is already here with the rain uh, as we, you know, welcome in some new kids. So we're going to start with college uh, and then go from there. Uh, and we're going to start with our oldest college prospect, which is David Rennick. Uh, he was a 2018 draft pick, a fifth rounder. Uh, he is a goaltender or was a goaltender for St. Cloud State University. Uh, was able to go back for his fifth year this past year. Uh, COVID really sort of extended a lot of people's eligibility. Uh, and so he was able to stay and do one more year of his college career. Uh, he did sign his deal uh, as soon as his college season was up. I know that there's been kind of a lot of speculation as to whether Rennick would sign, uh, if the Kings would even offer him a contract, uh, just, you know, what what was their plan for him, given how many goalies we have in the system? Uh, but they did sign him. Uh, his one-year ELC kicks in next year. Uh, ELCs for like college kids, you, your standard ELC is three years long. Uh, but college kids, you'll see a lot of one- or two-year deals, and that has a lot to do with how old they are when they sign. Uh, he's a little older, so he gets a one-year deal. Right now, he is with the Ontario Reign on an ATO, so amateur tryout agreement. Uh, he can get into games if they want him to. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Uh, but usually when these guys do that, uh, especially for goaltenders, they're just kind of hanging out, uh, getting to see what the pro life is like, getting to know their teammates. Uh, but who knows? We might see him on the bench. You'll never know. Uh, he had a fantastic career with St. Cloud. Uh, this season, he was 16, 11, and 4, 2.26 goals against average, 0.914 save percentage, three shutouts. Uh, St. Cloud earned the number four seed uh, in their conference tournament. Uh, they made it into the NCAA tournament, uh, but, you know, did not obviously make it further in the tournament. Uh, St. Cloud at times, particularly in his first year, have has been an absolutely dominant team. Uh, there was one year where I feel like they their losses were 
single digits and he was the net minder. Uh, so, you know, the, their program has gone kind of up and down, but he has been largely the man between the pipes for them. He missed some time earlier this season with an illness that was uh, not COVID related, but uh, did miss some time at the end of the season. Uh, and he leaves St. Cloud as the most decorated goalie in program history. Uh, his overall record, 82, 44, and 13, 2.4 goals against average, 0.914 save percentage, and 14 shutouts. Among goalies for St. Cloud, he is first in games played, first in wins, first in shutouts, second in number of saves, fourth in goals against average, ninth in save percentage, and he earned all NCHC honors three times in his career. So uh, quite a dedicated career or a decorated career for a goalie uh, in a program that has, you know, historically been a very strong college program. So David Rennick, you'll see him around. Uh, like I said, I'm curious to see what will happen with him. Uh, you know, there, there were, like I said, those kind of thoughts that maybe he wouldn't sign or maybe, you know, obviously more that the Kings wouldn't sign him. Uh, but, you know, it tells me that they want more goalies in their pipeline and you can never have too many goalies. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, whatever. Uh, but looking at the, the picture for the Kings, you know, they have Matt Belalta, they have Jacob Ingham, they have uh, Lucas Parikh. Uh, I feel like there's other guys floating around Garrett Sparks, obviously, uh, in, in the AHL, but yeah, can't ever have too many goalies. So David Rennick, uh, we'll see him for the rain or, you know, an ECHL team next season. Uh, Andre Lee is another face you may be seeing uh, around the Ontario rain. He is a big, big boy. He is 6'5". He's a Swedish forward, kind of power forward model. Uh, he's a seventh round pick from 2019. Uh, just finished up his third season with UMass Lowell. Uh, he had 28 points in 34 games, 16 goals, 12 assists. Overall, 64 points in 87 career NCAA games. Uh, he also signed his contract whenever uh, UMass Lowell got bounced from the tournament. His ELC is two years and it kicks in next year. Right now he is with the rain again on an amateur tryout uh, agreement uh, and has gotten into two games and feels like he'll probably just be there. He, like I said, he is a big kid. Uh, and as he gets more comfortable, I think, I think he, you know, seventh rounders, you're, you never really expect a whole bunch from them. And a lot of them don't pan out, but he could be a pretty nice option, uh, particularly knowing that he brings that sort of size and physicality that the teams are always looking for. Another player with UMass Lowell, Ben Meehan, a fifth round pick in 2020. He's a defenseman. Uh, this was his second year in the NCAA. He went 14 points in 33 games and scored his first goal this season. Uh, so he is quite a ways off from really being fully baked enough to, to turn pro. Uh, just again, his second year. And I feel like last year was a wash for everybody. No one got the experience or the, uh, you know, the games or whatever that they maybe wanted to have gotten because of seasons being shorted with COVID and all that stuff. So Ben Meehan uh, returning to UMass Lowell next year. Alex Laferriere, Laferriere, not to be confused with the other Alex Lafreniere, uh, who was drafted, totally different guy. Uh, 2020 third round pick. He's a six foot right wing player, went to Harvard, uh, obviously supposed to start his college career last season. Harvard didn't play. Uh, so he actually went back to the USHL for another season. Uh, to, to continue playing there this year, 31 points in 34 games, 14 goals, 17 assists. He was fourth on his team in scoring. Uh, Harvard was a team that I feel like a lot of people thought pretty highly of. Uh, and he 
he and a class of a bunch of other very young players, a bunch of other guys just out of the USHL, I think were really helping drive that team forward. So he is obviously uh, returning to Harvard next season for his second college season. We're going to talk about the college prospect that I know you all actually want to hear about, and that is Brock Faber. We're going to talk about him coming up right after this. But before we do that, let's talk all about HelloFresh, because if you're me, you are someone who uh, maybe doesn't want to spend a whole ton of time in the kitchen. You're not great at like meal planning. You look at your refrigerator and you're like, I have seven different things, but I don't know how to turn them into something useful. And HelloFresh solves that problem because HelloFresh does all the planning for you. What, what happens when you order from HelloFresh? They literally send you a bag and in the bag is a bunch of food products. And there's also a handy dandy, need to get my prop, uh, recipe card that tells you what to do with all those handy dandy ingredients they give you. They provide pretty much everything. Like the only thing that they don't provide is like butter. You should have your own butter. Even if you hate cooking, you should have your own butter. Uh, they give you everything that you need to make tasty meals. They give you step-by-step -step instructions. There's even pictures on the instructions. So if you're a visual learner, uh, HelloFresh gives you all the tools that you need to be able to create uh, healthy, very just fun, delicious recipes, uh, all from HelloFresh, which is America's number one meal kit. You can pick from a ton of different weekly options. You can tell them, you know, I don't like fish or I really don't want things that have tomatoes. Uh, and of course you can skip weeks when you need to, uh, you can change delivery dates and you can always be in control of what you're receiving. So if you're like me and you want to simplify your life in the kitchen, go and check out HelloFresh. You don't have to make any decisions. You look at pictures and then you click, I want that one. And then it comes to you with a bag full of ingredients. So go to HelloFresh.com and check it out. HelloFresh is, of course, a proud partner of the Los Angeles Kings and fueling hockey fans everywhere. Go to HelloFresh.com slash locked kings 16 and use code locked kings 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts again that's hellofresh.com slash locked kings 16 and use the code locked king 16 to get uh, all of your wonderful prizes hellofresh is of course america's number one meal kit now the player we've all been uh wanting to hear more about the player that we are most curious about is Brock Faber. And I'll give you spoilers for later in the week. I sat down and talked with a handful of people, including Erica Ayala, who is our Locked on Kraken host, but who is also going to be in Boston covering uh, the Frozen Four coming up. Uh, and so I sat down with Erica uh, and a few other uh, special guests to talk about uh, uh, Minnesota's matchup uh, with Minnesota State. So we have a little bit of cool uh, NCAA Frozen 4 content coming up for you later on this week, where we'll talk a lot more about Brock Faber. We'll talk a lot more about the Golden Gophers' chances at winning the whole thing. Uh, but Brock Faber uh, is, he's great. We love him. Uh, so definitely make sure that you keep listening to Locked on Kings this week for that very special uh, Frozen Four special episode. Uh, Brock Faber, if you've forgotten who he is somehow, 2020 second round draft pick. Kings like traded up to get him. Uh, really excited about him. Uh, 31 points or 31 games, 14 points, two goals, 12 assists. Uh, was a selection for the men's U.S. Olympics team uh, because obviously the NHL didn't go. Uh, Brock Faber at times played the most minutes on defense uh, 
of this team that had a collection of young players and pros and Brock Faber was leading that defense. Uh, we've talked about on this show numerous times how like, you know, it sure would have been neat if we had Brock Faber now, uh, given that everyone on our defense is hurt. Uh, Brock Faber, I think everyone generally expects him to turn pro at the end of the season, uh, whenever his college season ends, things could change. I feel like sometimes, especially knowing that he's in the frozen four, if they don't win, uh, sometimes guys want to go back. Sometimes get the guys get that close to winning it all. And they're like, mm, I need to go back and like finish the deal for my team. Uh, so sometimes you'll see that Mikey Anderson, I feel like, you know, kept going, like went back to college to, to, to win it all. Uh, so it remains to be seen what is going to happen with Brock Faber, but I feel like everyone expects him to sign um, when he's done, which could be, well, which will be soon. I, I think that, you know, a lot of times Kings fans were sort of hoping that uh, the Golden Gophers wouldn't go very far, that the tournament would have been over, that we could have signed him already and he could be part of the system. But uh, realistically, we're going to have to wait. Uh, and if anything, we may see him kind of on these deals like these other players of signing an ATO and then the ELC kicks in next year. I don't think the Kings are going to want to burn a year of his contract for just a couple of games. Uh, they're going to want to let him get acclimated uh, to the pro-life but uh, it would be kind of like what happened with Alex Turcott. Uh, obviously, COVID derailed all of that. But the plan for him was when his college season was done, he signed that ATO deal. He would have gotten in all these games with the rain. Uh, and then literally like two days later, COVID killed the, everything. So yeah, hopefully uh, Brock Faber, whatever happens with him, has a lot more favorable uh, outcome to uh, to the beginning of his pro career. But like I said, we're going to talk a lot more about Brock Faber specifically and the Frozen Four coming up later this week. So make sure you stick around for that. Now, there's one other prospect who was was a college prospect. Uh, that's Braden Doyle. He's a 26, 2019 sixth round pick. Uh, he's a defenseman. Uh, and he started at Boston University this year after two years in the USHL uh, and decided maybe it wasn't for him. Uh, he played eight games, had one assist. Uh, BU, I, I feel like especially when you're going to these NCAA teams that are like stacked, especially with like established rosters and stuff, sometimes it's hard to, to crack through or, or you realize, oh, you know what? I wasn't quite ready. A lot of times you'll see guys go back to the USHL uh, or they'll go back to like you know, wherever they came from that they're allowed to return to. Uh, so Braden Doyle, after eight games with Boston, left for the BCHL, uh, which is uh, obviously British Columbia. It's recognized as amateur hockey. It's junior A. Uh, so players do retain their NCAA eligibility. So he should be able to go back to Boston if he wants uh, to do that. Uh, sometimes guys transition entirely and then suddenly they're like, oh, I'm in the OHL now. Uh, but Doyle made that choice to go back. He kind of dominated uh, with his team, 27 points in 27 games, uh, just one assist over four playoff games, but his team is currently holding a 3-1 series lead. So, you know, they should get some more, uh, some more games, get some more experience. So overall, like not a bad choice for Braden Doyle. And, you know, I obviously don't know him. I don't know what his reasons were, but usually it's because guys recognized like they're not going to get the ice time that they need to continue developing, to become a better player, to, you know, really up their game. And so sometimes they recognize that and they go, I got to go back a level. So Braden Doyle spent the season with the BCHL uh, and put up a pretty solid amount of points. 
We're going to turn to the OHL now uh, and start with Francesco Pinelli. Uh, if you missed it earlier uh, in like February-ish, uh, I did an interview uh, with uh, all about Francesco Pinelli uh, with uh, one of the Kitchener Rangers. Uh, um, what do you call him? Play-by-play -play guys. I uh, cover some on the radio, uh, does, announces games. Uh, but we talked all about Pinelli and a little bit about the OHL in general and what that picture looks like this year. Pinelli, obviously, second round 2021 draft pick. He is the captain of the Kitchener Rangers, who are kind of rebuilding this uh, this season. Uh, they could still sneak into a playoff spot. Uh, they're seventh in the Western Conference, uh, and there's one spot left up for grabs uh, for a playoff spot. All, all the other spots are clinched already. So there's one spot, and it's kind of down between them, the Erie Otters, and the Sarnia Sting. Uh, so it's possible that Kitchener could go and get into the playoffs, even though no one really expected them to. In his role, 57 points in 51 games, 21 goals, 36 assists. He is third on his team in scoring. And like I said, captain of the team. So um, a, a lot of responsibility on his shoulders. Uh, and he has grown a lot this year as both a player and a leader. And uh, I think has been a great experience for him, even if, you know, the season has been frustrating uh, for him and for Kitchener. They haven't quite, you know, succeeded the way they wanted to, but a good learning and growing experience for him. And, you know, hopefully next year, bigger and better things for uh, Pinelli. And then, of course, Brant Clark. We'll talk about Brant Clark coming up in just a second, because I know he's the other guy that everyone was like, can he join the team now? Can Brant Clark come to the NHL? Can he just show up now? Uh, we'll talk about Brant Clark coming up next. But before we do that, let's talk sun. Because, like, look, it's it's sunny outside. I feel like, especially if you are listening to this from great sunny Southern California, you know the importance of protecting your eyes. And you also know the importance of, like, not paying a gajillion dollars for them. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for just a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and premium high-end finishes. Also, something you're not going to find anywhere else is Shady Rays Crazy Protection Program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every pair. They'll send you a brand new pair if you lose them, no matter what happened. That is amazing. I'm a person who loses things all the time for no apparent reason. I, I love this. I love knowing that, like, if I do something dumb, I mean, I can't wear sunglasses, obviously, but if I did, um, this would be great. But like, oops, I left them on the bus. Oops, I drove over them. Shady Rays has you covered. So they'll send you a brand new pair if you lose them. Uh, give them a try. And uh, if you don't love them, you will pay nothing. It is simple as that. Plus, Shady Rays is doing a lot to help out the world because 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, head to shadyrays.com and use code locked on to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That is code locked on for the best deals of the season 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses. They are backed by over 150,000 verified five star reviews. That is shadyrays.com. Lock, uh, code locked on. 
And, you know, if you're hanging out in the sun and you're just relaxing, maybe you're spending a nice day at the beach, it's like almost beach season, you probably also want some snacks. And that is where Built Bar comes in. They are like super easy to just stick in your little tote bag. If you're a person who carries a purse, stick in your little purse, your little messenger bag, and you've got snacks for you. And best thing is that they're healthy for you. They are full of protein. They are delicious. They taste like candy bars, but they are having like all the good macro things. If you're one of those health people who understands what macros are, you can go check them out and see exactly how a Built Bar is going to fit into your diet. Uh, they are having like all sorts of delicious flavors, including the cinnamon churro flavor. Uh, that is part of the Built Puff, which is a protein infused marsh uh, marshmallow. Uh, you can get coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. Uh, there's basically all like, if you buy a Built Bar, you end up getting on their like text list. And every so often you get a text that's like, alert, like, super cool flavor just released. So they're always coming up with new flavors. And again, they're always good for you. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. So Brand Clark, uh, as much as we talked about Brock Faber potentially like joining, signing his pro deal, uh, joining early because my goodness, this team needs help on the blue line. Uh, Brant Clark also sort of came up uh, in, in conversations because at one point Brant Clark was one of the only, there were like three defensemen under contract in the NHL, like to, with an NHL deal after basically everyone got hurt. Uh, and one was like Helga Granz. The other was, I think, like Marcus Phillips, who we traded, uh, and Brant Clark, whose contract slides because it hasn't started yet because he obviously isn't playing here. Uh, but, you know, so there was some chatter about like, hey, so what if, could we just like lure Brant Clark over from the OHL? Could we just have him? Just have him. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. And that's good. We don't want to rush him. There's no point in rushing him. Uh, he is obviously our first round pick from 2021. Uh, he leads the Barry Colts in points, 57 points in 52 games. And in the OHL overall, he is fourth in points from defensemen. And he has several games in hand on the rest of them. Some of those guys have played 60, 62 games. Uh, he has only played 52. Uh, Barry struggled at the start of the season, especially with goaltending. Uh, and so it wasn't really sure, you know, what way the wins were trending for the Barry Colts. But right now they are third in the Central Division. So they'll get at least a playoff run. So Brent Clark has a lot more hockey ahead of him. Another player in juniors, Martin Chromiak, fifth round pick from 2020. Uh, he is, you know, what a lot of people were kind of looking at as a steal in the draft for the Kings because he is a guy who has performed at every level he's gotten to. Uh, he, you know, once he figures out, figures it out, he's off to the races. This is his second year in juniors. Last year, he actually played over uh, overseas in Slovakia uh, because of COVID and everything. Uh, he played with the men's league, and he also got into a couple of AHL games as well. Uh, this year, he has 76 points in 54 games, 38 goals and 38 assists. And like, he's not even leading his team in points. He is fourth on his team in points. It helps that he plays on a line with Shane Wright, who is one of the top draft prospects this year, uh, exceptional talent, and just a great opportunity for Chromiak really as well to up his game and to get to play with one of the best players in the OHL. Uh, the His team is currently second in the East Division. They're definitely poised for a long playoff run of their own. So Martin Chromiak's gonna have quite some time to, uh, to to hone his game as he continues in juniors. All of those guys, Pinelli, 
Clark, Chromiak would be able to join the rain on those ATO deals when their seasons are done. Uh, and you do see that a lot of guys, you know, Jared Anderson Dolan, for example, has gotten into, uh, got into some games in the AHL before, you know, he actually officially began his pro career because he would come down when this WHL season was over, play some games. Awesome. Cool. Uh, so all of those guys, if their teams get knocked out of the playoffs, uh, if the Kings want and they want, uh, they could come down and hang out with the rain. Uh, and, you know, even if they don't get into games, they are getting the experience of practices and of, of being around professionals and seeing how that uh, how that whole world works. So uh, hopefully, you know, all of them have nice long playoff runs. And uh, one of one of those three guys at the end of the, the season lifts the Memorial Cup. But uh, great experiences for all three of them. We also, to close things out, have a whole bunch of prospects in Finland. Uh, I feel like I didn't realize that we have one, two, three, four, five, five uh, prospects, Finnish prospects playing in the Liga over there. Uh, most of them obviously still there. Um, their seasons are all over. None of our prospects made it into the, the playoffs or are still in the playoffs. Uh, and a couple of them have joined uh, the reign. The biggest one, both literally and figuratively, is Samuel Hellenius, uh, who is, again, a big boy, 6'6". Uh, he is a center. He has been playing with the rain. Uh, he finished his season uh, in the Liga. You know, obviously not, not great in terms of points production as, as a young player, just jumping up into that, that league. Uh, he had, a, you know, a, a not great season, but no big deal. It's fine. That's, we didn't get him for like the fact that he scores a hundred goals or anything like that. Uh, but he is with the rain right now, three games, three games in, uh, he was, uh, one of those players who it's kind of most frustrating that we saw the world juniors come to an end early because he was off to a really great start in world juniors, four points in two games. Uh, you know, they have rescheduled, uh, the, the thing to go over the summer. So hopefully he'll get another crack at it uh, with them, uh, with Team Finland to see see what they can do. But he is getting a, a taste of the pro experience, getting thrown right into games with the rain, uh, mostly in, in like a fourth line role. I think he's actually played with Andre Leal a little bit. So two big boys back there uh, on the back end. But uh, he is over here in the United States, as well as Kim Nusjainen. Uh, he is a 2019 fourth round pick, 21 years old, uh, undersized defenseman. He's listed at 5'9", so take that for what it's worth. Uh, he finished up his season 14 points in 35 games with Kalpa in uh, the Liga and is making his way over to the rain. He hasn't gotten into a game yet. I think he might have just arrived recently, so hasn't hasn't dressed yet, but he is over here as well. Uh, experiencing the North American way of life. Uh, the other guys, Casper Simontoval, uh, Juho Markinen, who actually has been playing uh, in the Swiss League uh, this season, uh, and Atu Jamsen, all of them staying over in Finland for right now. But uh, Helenius and uh, Kim Nusjainen all over here, hanging out with the rain. So that's kind of our, our look at prospects. There's also two KHL guys, um, Bulat Shafgulin and uh, Kirill Kirsanov, uh, it's the KHL. Um, who, who, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with any of them? Uh, but they also exist. So that's sort of our look 
at prospects. Like I said, later this week, we talked with Erica Ayala and some other special guests all about the Frozen Four. So that episode is coming up uh, this week. We also, of course, will keep up uh, with the Kings who did not get any help from the Oilers, who or from the Sharks, who lost to the Oilers. So way to go, Sharks. Uh, the Kings play the Oilers uh, coming up next. So that game is going to be, uh, if not for all the marbles, then for a significant number of marbles. Uh, but we'll check in on that game, what to expect uh, tomorrow here on Locked on Los Angeles Kings. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening or watching on the YouTubes. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at Right Said Sarah. The show is at Locked on LA Kings. Uh, so make sure you give it a follow so you never miss anything cool or funny or witty or annoying on the internet. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the show, hit the notification button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends all about it because I'm super excited to cover playoff hockey for the first time in Locked on Kings history. I've got playoff hockey to talk about this year. Fingers crossed. If not, the rain won't disappoint me. The rain, the rain are in. So we've definitely got AHL playoff hockey to talk about. The rest, knock on wood. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Locked On Los Angeles Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.